Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to another episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Kyle. And this is your host, Peter. And you know what, Kyle? What? You can't spell funk without... Bun, 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 bun. bun. Uh, I don't know if anyone's going to get that reference. Um, Not yet. Not yet, but you will. Um, And I wouldn't have gotten that reference about five minutes ago. Touche. So today, as a weird topic, we are going to talk about music and songs that are related to memes or have been memefied, which is kind of a verb for become a joke on the internet. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's probably good to define what the word meme is before we go forward for all the, uh, for anyone who's never been on the internet in their life. Yes. The definition of a meme, uh, according to me typing it into Google is an element of a culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means, especially imitation. This this is reminding me, um, probably about five, oh God, it's been about five years or so now that mm-hmm. um, me and some of the other uh, 8th Circuit, HCN guys um, were trying to make that documentary about the Nick Cage meme. Oh, um, yeah. That only was partially realized. Um, but a big part of that, we dug into like the definition of a meme. And actually, it went quite a ways beyond just the internet. It was more of like a cultural recurring thing. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a, a joke or it doesn't have to be like an internet thing. It's just more of like, and I'm trying, I'm not coming up with an example on top of my head, but it's just anything really in our in culture that. Uh, becomes a trend basically yeah it's like Um, a shared it's like a shared uh referential thing that people innately understand either through pop culture or whatever uh example i can think of really quickly before the internet remember in the 90s when i forget the commercial i think it was a beer commercial and in the beer commercial everyone kept saying like what's up and that became (laughs) like a thing yeah like that's everyone said it good example of an early pre-internet meme right i'm sure obviously before the internet you know when there was popular commercials or popular movies or whatever you know yeah that enough people saw things from those became memes because people would either imitate them reference them whatever mm-hmm. uh the internet has just taken that and just stupefied the hell out of it everything is a meme yeah. uh, even memes of memes are memes um, but yeah, it's, it, it says here in the subtext that a meme can also can be anything from a humorous image, video, piece of text that is copied, often with slight variations, and spread rapidly on the internet by people. So that's yeah. more of the, I guess, definition that people are familiar with. All the stupid right. shit you see on Facebook that like your aunt shares, those are memes. <laughs> uh, all the anything you anything you see with a minion with text on it. Those are bad memes. Don't don't <laughs> share those. I hate minions because of that. Um, uh, in, in terms of music memes specifically, um, we have about five or six songs that we're going to talk about in this episode. I would yes. wager to say that there's dozens oh, there's out there. Easily. I, I, I had a really hard time actually kind of narrowing this down. Yeah, I bet. So I kind of, I, I kind of pick some of the, I didn't, I could literally make an entire episode of just music memes from like this year, 
but oh, I wanted to cover sure. I wanted to cover all the really, really like ones that probably even people that aren't on the internet much are probably familiar with. Right. Yeah. Um and you got some early ones in here too, which I like. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I just want to put it out there that this is not by any means a comprehensive thing. And even no. if it tried to be, it would be out of date in like a week. So Yeah, exactly. Um Yeah, I th- I think this will be a fun topic. For sure. So I guess we can't really talk about memes with talk without talking about the first one, Peter. That's this is kind of the, the god not the godfather of memes, but like king of the troll meme. Yeah, and you could say it's a godfather of like music memes too, in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rick rolling with never going to give you up by Rick Astley for the five of you in the world who don't know what this is. Um, hmm. Basically someone posts a link to something that says, Hey, this is something, something, whatever the context is, people click on it and Nope, it's not that thing. It's the, it's the music video for never going to give you up. Um, and I get bet that most people by now, even if they don't know what Rick rolling is, they at least are familiar with the song just because of its kind of resurgence in pop culture mm-hmm. through this way. Um, I guess it originally came out in 1987, but really prior, prior to the meme, I had never heard of Rick Astley and I didn't, didn't know this song. Um, I'm sure it's, there's it's, some demographic of people who were familiar with it prior, but I was going to say, from my understanding, he's very, very much a one hit wonder. Like this was his one song. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I mean, but it wasn't until 20 years after the song came out that uh, in 2007 that this really started to become uh, more of a, a, a trend in the in the meme verse, also known as the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and I think I guess I guess I didn't realize that it was that late 2007. Um, yeah. That being said, yeah. it was 12 years ago. And I think now it's I don't know if people still actually use it as much as just it's kind of one of those things in the meme hall of fame i think people kind of do it ironically now yeah like it's so old it's funny again um two two things that come to mind with this uh i do remember at some point during his presidency obama rickrolled america in his twitter account oh did he really Uh, (laughs) that's awesome yeah like someone tweeted at him and he said something to the effect of like you know uh yeah, but that's kind of boring. This is much funner, and he and he put in a a shortened URL link, and <laughs> if you clicked on the link, it went it went to the it went to a, a Rick Astley video. That's really funny. Uh, another one I very vaguely remember is I think some student who you know, like when you go to you when you uh, uh, apply to college, is usually for like college except entrance essays or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, some girl actually in her essay made it so that the first uh, letter of every line of her essay spelled out the lyrics. Oh my god! <laughs> Did uh, she get accepted? Good question. Let me let me Google that really quick. Actually. Oh my gosh! Well, I, while you Google that, let's play a clip of the song "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley. it's funny how i mean if if that never became a thing on the internet i wonder if many people at all would remember him or his music 
But I guess this kind of goes into, well, maybe I'll pause on that thought really quick and let you talk. I, I was just going to say, uh, and I, I was actually kind of curious, like how he reacted to all of this. And I guess in a March, 2008 interview, apparently mm. someone had Rick rolled, uh, so the church of Scientology, <laughs> which he thought was hilarious. Rick but Astley, he said though? he did. Yeah. Uh, but he said he will not try to capitalize on the Rick Roll phenomenon with a new recording remix of his own. He would be happy to have other artists to remix it. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Overall, Astley was not troubled by the phenomenon, stating that he finds it, quote, bizarre and funny, and that his only concern is that his, quote, daughter doesn't get embarrassed about it. That's cute. Oh. So that's a really chill approach to that, then. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I respect him for like, that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to be a dick, he could have went for royalties. He could have. So, yeah, good on him for being chill. So, um, but that I guess to the point I was starting to make though, it's interesting how memes can actually give new life to something that had limited reach in its initial mm-hmm. existence. Um, it it does seem like at least from in the ones that I picked, uh, it does seem like memes take things that, even though they're part of pop culture, they either are cliche or they're a little bit more obscure parts of culture and just amplify them in a way that they become more famous than they probably ever could have otherwise. Yeah. So that's kind of an interesting aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So the next meme is a little bit more obscure, I think, than... um, Rick Astley's Rick Rolling. Uh, it's called the Trollololo. Tro- I can't even say this. Trollolo guy meme. <laughs> it's a video from a, a Russian singer named Edward Kill. This guy, Edward Kill, is performing a Soviet era pop song called I Am Glad Because I Am Finally Returning Back Home. That title just rolls off the tongue. And I guess the video is often used as a bait and switch prank, kind of similar to Rick Rolling, where. Mm. Like we said, you know, you link to something that people think is pertinent to the conversation, and it's just this. So this this meme started uh, way back in 2009 when a YouTuber uh, named Real Papa Pit, that's his username, obviously, although I want to name a child Papa Pit, <laughs> <laughs> he uploaded a video to YouTube called I Am Very Glad Because I Am Finally Back Home. Uh the performer in the video was identified as uh, Edward Kill, um, who apparently was an, a celebrated uh, and, quote, honored artist of the USSR in 1968. Um, so, yeah, it's like old Soviet-era stuff. Hmm. Um, and his song, even though it sounds weird, I guess, to most of the world, is <laughs> an example of what's called vocaliz tradition. It's a style of singing in Russian that's kind of similar to pantomime or American scat singing of the 1920s. So it's kind of like a combination of scat and yodeling, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a good way to put it, because there's not really lyrics to it. He's just singing... <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So I guess the video, even though it was uploaded under its original title name, it was it was renamed, quote, Mr. Trollolo Original Upload. And that video received 26 million views over the next eight years. So between, what, 2009 and 2016? 17. 
I, yeah, I guess there's even a portion of the video where he laughs. He goes like, ha, 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 ha. And people often use that gif as like a laughter reaction. Um, well, also, it's, it, 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 it sounds exactly like he's saying lol, 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 lol um, half the time in this as well, which is part of the obvious connection. So, yeah, let's play a little clip of this song. I'm just going to call it the Trollolo song because I don't feel like saying the full name again. Uh, this is Trollolo song by Edward Kill. <laughs> Is it weird that I find this song genuinely delightful? Oh yeah, it's awesome. Like if I ever <laughs> find this, if I ever just obscurely find this on a record, I'm buying it for sure. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I just love the set he's on too. It's just like, what is this? This is definitely one of those episodes that would be so much better if we had like a video channel, but yeah. here we are That's on the fine. radio. Um, Not even so the yeah, radio. That, <laughs> You know what I mean, Peter. Here we are on the internet talking about the internet to the internet. Uh, so yeah, that was Troll and All Guy. Uh, mm-hmm. The next one is probably much more familiar to hopefully most people. Um, and that is All Star by Smash Mouth. Did you like this song when it came out, Peter? Um, I'm fine with it. I, I, I think this is definitely one of those songs from our childhood if you will yes i've never had any issue with it i've I've never been like oh yeah this is the best song ever but i've always you know i've i've always felt fine with it mm-hmm. um i guess i don't really have any interesting response to that i was gonna say it's funny because i i totally had this album as a kid on cd i think before it even became popularized by any other medium uh but I realized years later that the lead singer of Smash Mouth looks ironically similar to the famous American chef Guy Fieri. Oh, really? um, yeah, <laughs> if you if you Google Smash Mouth Guy Fieri, there's a sep- completely separate internet like conspiracy theory that they're the same person. Oh my gosh! Uh, so is this a meme then? This song? Yes, it's a meme in that people kind of reference it ironically or basically just make fun of it. Um, mm-hmm. Often, usually because of its marketing tie-in with the Shrek movie. Yeah. Because I remember in the imp- in the opening for the original Shrek movie, they played this song. And it forever was encapsulated in time as the greatest song to ever open an animated movie. Um, Hang on. So, the song... Came out in 1999, which is later than I remember, but, you know, I was a I child. Shrek, Shrek was 2000? Let me see. That seems right. So, how is it used? I, I guess this one, like, I'm obviously familiar it, with the song, but I don't know yeah, how it's used. Yeah, this one's a bit more, it's a bit more, what's the word, amorphous than something like a Rick Rolling, where it's used to troll. Okay. It's more used... Sometimes in an ironic way, as where people would like put that song underneath something that's like that song doesn't apply to, like say like a funeral, um, mm-hmm. okay. mem- video memorial or whatever. Um, because in in this is really hard to describe. Jesus, in Shrek, when the opening of the song happens, Shrek like quickly opens a door mm-hmm. 
to like reveal his character so people would then and then the first line of the song plays somebody once told me people would then take that song and splice it on top of footage of other characters opening doors (laughs) and it makes no sense now that i'm saying it why is the internet so stupid (laughs) yeah (laughs) i it's funny how it can at least make some sense in context and then when you try to describe it it's like wait what um it's one of those things where where a lot of these internet memes are very visual yeah and and especially if they're varied like because some of these there's thousands of different ways that it kind of is used so it's not a singular thing like like you said a rick roll it does also appear um that an I guess I don't want to say the origin of its memification, but one of the early uses of it was back in 2009 when a YouTuber named Rich Chilveres uploaded a Super Mario-themed parody of the song hmm. called Mario, You're a Plumber, uh, which gained 1.4 million views. Uh, that kind of, I think, kind of jump-started the meme a little bit, Okay, where more people started using it in parody and stuff. The... The funniest parody version of this that I could find that I actually kind of remember becoming a meme was um, back in 2016, which thankfully wasn't that long ago. um, This YouTuber named John Sudano would upload videos of himself where he sings the lyrics from All Star over the music beds of other songs. Hmm. Partially because apparently the, uh, I guess, BPM or whatever you want to call it, the cadence Mm. of All Star is very, very common cadence used in songwriting. Oh, I wonder if you showed this to me once, because that's sounding very vaguely familiar. Yeah. Like a year or two ago, maybe. So you're able to, you know, put the music of other songs on and sing Mm. the lyrics to this song, and they kind of fit rhythmically. That's funny. And this, so this guy, John Sudano, obviously stumbled on that. And so he uploaded, first video he uploaded was the, uh, 1971 song Imagine by John Lennon, where he sings the lyrics to All Star over the, I guess, music. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I, I, even though I kind of wanted to play that one, uh, the one that he did following that, which I think is his, uh, magnum opus, is, where he posted a similar video uh, where he sings the lyrics to All Star over the metal song Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. (laughs) (laughs) Which, in and of itself, is another meme song that we just aren't going to talk about today. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, first we're going to play, just so to make this make no sense, uh, we'll play a little clip of All Star by Smash Mouth, and then... We'll play a little clip of John Sudano's cover of All Star by Smash Mouth to Wake Me Up Inside by Evanescence. Hmm, okay. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play. 
hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid at home. I was expecting the singing to be a little bit more polished, but I, I get the idea of what he's going for. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's, he's literally like singing into like a webcam and he's singing really softly. So it just makes it like 10 times more hilarious. Right. <laughs> so the next one uh, we're going to talk about is probably my favorite on this list. Yeah. Um, so this is really, uh, before we started recording, this is really the only yeah. one that stood out to me as one I was not familiar with. Uh, and you were explaining it to me a little bit before and uh, it's interesting. Oh, I will make you familiar, Peter. <laughs> yeah. I guess the title of this meme is called Kazoo Kid, but the, the the source material, I guess, that this meme comes from is this video produced called You on Kazoo, which has a former child actor named Brett Ambler enthusiastically playing a kazoo musical instrument with other children. I think it was produced in like the early 90s, I remember tracking down somewhere. They actually like tracked this guy down and interviewed him. He's like in his early thirties. So, cause I think he said he was eight in the video and he's like 38 now. So it was probably, yeah, probably like late eighties, early nineties. Do they know what this is originally from? It's, it's from, I don't know if it, I don't know if it was just like a PBS style. Here we go. Or a kid's video or something. Yeah. I don't know if it was just like a, Oh, here we go. It says it's from the 1989 children's show called Special Friends. Huh, okay. uh, so, obscure children's show, obviously, that probably didn't last long. You got, um, the, um, you got the timing right, though. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's this kid on the show playing kazoo, and apparently someone stumbled upon this and uploaded it to an edited version to YouTube in... Uh, late August 2014. Hmm. Now, before I go into the more of the memification of this, <laughs> I just want you, Peter, to click on the link and listen to the original okay. You on Kazoo Kid. Well, let's play it for the listeners, too. Yeah, fun, 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 fun! I like to sing, dance, pretend, and Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> it doesn't help that he has, like, the worst, like, bowl cut ever. He looks a lot like me at that age, honestly. Oh my gosh, you have to send me pictures of you as a child if you look like that. <laughs> That's amazing. So, the memification of this, or I guess the the way that I discovered it, wasn't this original video. Uh, someone took the liberty of taking this video and basically making an EDM music version of it. Now, I looked mm. it up, and there's actually a Vice article that talks about this, okay. which is hilarious. It's this guy, it's this Los Angeles director named Mike Diva, who apparently has also made music videos for Steve Aoki and a band called Kill the Noise. Mm. Um he took this original, I don't know what you want to call it, like uh, 89 kids show sample 
and made just the most insane <laughs> music video from it, mm. complete with like EDM dubstep like beat drops. <laughs> and I'm excited to listen to this. Yeah. Uh, and this is what um, this is how I discovered this because I a long time ago uh, uh, I, sh- I say a long time ago but it was like five years ago a coworker showed me this and my life was never the same since. Hmm. Well, so, we're about to change your lives, listeners, and I so guess mine yeah, too because I haven't heard this yet. I was going to say Peter hasn't heard this yet, so he's going to probably react the same way a lot of our listeners are going to. Hmm. And this is one of those things that again because. Uh, it's a music video and not just a song. I highly encourage all of your listeners to go actually look up the video for this because it makes it 10,000 times better than just hearing the audio ever could. So we encourage you listeners to be viewers, basically. Yes. All right. So let's listen to a clip of the Kazoo Kid Trap Remix by Mike Diva. Kazoo. You're my special friend. Oh my god, I'm literally wow. crying. I'm literally crying over here laughing. Oh, wow, <laughs> that was that was quite the experience. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and that that's basically what happens to me every for Friday, I just play it and then lose my shit. Oh yeah, you said you play this at work on yes. Fridays. Yeah, uh, sometimes I'll use this as like a motivational uh, thing to play on Fridays at work to get me hyped for the weekend. So is this, so the story goes that you play it at work. Everyone hates listening to it, so they send you home early so that you get it. <laughs> you get to go home early on Friday. It was my master plan all along. That's really fun. Oh my god. Uh, well, that's a fun <laughs> one. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of this at all. Uh, yeah, so you're welcome, Peter. This is definitely later on the yeah, yeah, chronology it's, it's, as well. I, I think the, the trap version wasn't even done until like 2015 or something. So it's a uh, bit newer of a meme, but it's, mm. it's amazing. It's pretty good. The next one, I think, probably, Peter, you're more familiar with than me. Have you watched the, uh, this show? The Fresh Prince? Oh, yes. yeah, for sure. I have um, never actually watched it. I need. I feel like I need to, like, binge it at some point, but I don't know where to watch it. I mean, I haven't watched it since it was Oh, okay. in its original syndication, but yeah, I okay. am familiar enough with it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it was, uh, like, something, because it seems like a lot of people our age, like, discovered this show in college or something. Or rediscovered oh. it, maybe. I don't know. It it does seem like it's had like a resurgence in popularity. And I don't know if it's just people rediscovering it and watching it, or if that many people were like that in love with it back when it was, like you said, in syndication. I, I would guess that maybe it's probably coming back just because of we're kind of in the age now of more heavy 90s nostalgia now. True. I I, I have not watched it as an adult, but I love the song. And that's um, that's like one of the hallmarks of our generation as well. True. Yeah, it's definitely. I think it's the song that opens the show that um, sticks with a lot of people. And you know what's weird? I actually did go back and listen to this song literally like a couple weeks ago for no particular reason. That's I just felt like hearing it. 
So the meme surrounding the theme song is kind of similar to Smash Mouth, where it's mm. not tied to any one specific thing. Okay. People will often use the theme song as a joke, or they'll say something that you know is irrelevant to the show, but then some, and but then start lyricizing the theme song because a word they said was like a word from the theme song. I don't know. Mm. Um, there's even uh, a, a more literary version of the meme called the Bel Air copy pasta. So, copy pasta is when people basically take a topic or take something that's typed, an anecdote, whatever, yeah. um, and it's copied and then pasted somewhere else on the internet as like a comment or. It's like a written out meme, like rather than yeah. an image or a video or a song. It's yeah. Like text. Exactly. Hmm. It's usually, and it's usually long text. Like the point of copy pasta is that it's like a long block of text. It's very, yeah, it's, it's a weird So is phenomenon. the lyrics to the theme song a copy pasta? Is that what you're getting? Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah, I guess we've talked enough about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. We should probably play at least a clip of it. I don't know if this is one of those like things where Will Smith's going to come and smack us for playing it. Uh, um, well, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I, I would love to be smacked by Will Smith. Is where I spend most of my days Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool And all shooting some b-ball outside of the school When a couple of guys who were up to no good Started making trouble in my neighborhood I got in one little fight and my mom got scared And said, you're moving with your Yeah, this is definitely one of the Like, if you were to compile, you know Now that's what I call the 90s Yes, Today, exactly. I think this would probably be on, like, the top 10 Oh yeah, like top 10 most famous TV shows from the '90s, probably. Yeah, not best, just most. Or famous. just even just like influential, culturally significant songs. I yeah. feel like this would be up there just because of it being kind of goofy. The, what I've already understood is that he was a rapper prior to this, and this was kind of his breakout into acting, and people knew him as the uh, rapper before that. I think you're right. It says. Um, as to my knowledge. And I think he actually called himself the Fresh Prince. Yeah. As, from, as from his a, rapping career. According to YouTube, from 85 to 92, Smith started as an MC with the hip-hop duo DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Um, which, by the way, I heard they're getting back together. I don't know what's happening with that. Huh. We uh, talked about Jazzy Jeff before, haven't we? I think we did. So, yeah, they met back in 85. Uh well, apparently, Jazzy Jeff played a recurring character named Jazz, who was his best friend. Oh, that's funny. It said that Smith spent money freely around 1998 to 1988, I'm sorry, to 1989, and underpaid his income taxes. The IRS eventually assessed a $2.8 million tax debt against him, took many of his possessions, and garnished his income. Smith was struggling financially in 1990 when the NBC television network signed him to a contract and built a sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, around him. The show was successful and began his acting career. Smith set himself the goal of becoming, quote, the biggest movie star in the world, which for a while you could argue he was. But it's just funny that he basically took that show because he owed the government money. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Well, I'm glad he did. I I think... That's a culturally significant enough thing that I think we the world would be a sad place without it. True. 
So we have so, one more. We have one more on the list. Yes, uh, last one, uh, and I think honestly the oldest one on our list. This song is very interesting. So this is the first song that, or really anything that I remember being a meme. Um, and it is the song, I'm going to butcher this, Dragaste Dintai by Ozone, a.k.a. the Numa Numa song. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, this this is like some, I, I'm, I might be completely remembering this song. Isn't this some like Eastern European song or some yeah. shit? Yeah. Yeah, so apparently this song is from a Moldovan pop group. I don't even know where Moldova is. I'll, I'll look it up while you keep talking. And this guy from New Jersey named Gary Brolsma records himself on a obviously very old webcam lip syncing yeah. or lip dubbing, whatever you want to call it, to this song. And he... This is going to make you feel old, Peter. Yeah. He, since he posted it uh, in 2004 to the website Newgrounds, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, when we talked about Numa Numa the other day, for some reason Newgrounds popped in my head. It was like, holy fuck, I'm old. I know, right? Oh I, I vaguely remembered. <laughs> I vaguely remember Newgrounds yeah. from like middle school, early high school. I must have been like yeah. a freshman. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, this guy, Gary Bolsma uploaded a video of him lip syncing to this song and it gained huge fame online and offline, including parodies and reenactment videos. And yeah, it's literally probably one of the first things that I can remember being something that was like a video widely shared on the internet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I think Newgrounds, um, not, it was obviously not the only site at the time spreading stuff like that but i think you got a lot of like of the really early that was really one of the early breeding grounds for stuff like this because i know like a lot of early uh like flash games and animations are also yes. originated there it was a big platform for that stuff too oh the other i forget i'm gonna totally space on the name of it right now but there was another cute flash animation that was really popular on there with like this little stick figure guy who had like a luchador mask Called, like, uh, are, you ta- are you talking about Homestar Runner? Homestar Runner, thank you. Oh, I love you. Um, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that? I do remember that, and I was thinking back to it recently. That was that was around the same time, yeah. Oh, by the way, Moldova is a small country wedged in between Romania and Ukraine, by the way. Great. Good for them. Uh, which I had no idea. Yeah, so this got posted on Newgrounds in December of 2004, and it got 15.7 million views over the next eight years. Hmm. It's funny, though, because now videos get that in like eight days. Uh, I'm sure back then it was probably a big deal to get that many views. Yeah. So, yeah, so the the, the song that this whole thing stems from, uh, Dragasta Dintai, uh, is roughly translated to, quote, Love in the Linden Tree. Um, hmm. And it's a 2003 dance single by Ozone. Its nickname Numa Numa comes from the song's Romanian lyrics, quote, Numa Numa A, <laughs> which translates to, quote, You don't want, you don't want to take me. <laughs> okay. Upon its release in Europe in 2004, the song topped the single charts of nearly a dozen European countries as well as Japan. 
uh, in 2005. really one of one of the early i mean like obviously there were memes that existed before that but i feel like that was really one of really one of the first ones i remember oh yeah and i don't even necessarily remember as a like like we didn't really call them memes until much later and i don't know if they repeated in varied forms as much back then let's see he has his own record label what called gary brolsma yes he has he has an album called weird tempo it's on Bandcamp. So yeah, that was um, the Numa Numa song by Ozone, uh, performed by Gary Brolsma, sort of, I guess, lip-synced. Mm. Um, so that's the that's the end of our main list. Uh, I actually wrote a note here a few minutes ago that says, let's try to shout out to some other meme songs we can think of on the top of our heads. Um, oh. Um, so one, again, not super recent, but more recent than a lot of these, um, was uh, Gognam Style, I feel like, really became a meme. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in 20, I guess, 13 yeah. it was, maybe, around there? Yeah, that guy disappeared. Um, yes. Yes, Gognam Style. The, the dance from that, too, it was like the Macarena of, like, the 2010s. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, um, like, that one was, like, it was viral in the sense that, like, it was just viewed a lot of times, but I think it also spawned a lot of variations and things. Yes. Um, another, I don't know if it's a song, but do you remember that meme that was really popular where that guy saw like a double rainbow and started crying? Oh yeah. And then people made like then, remixes out of that. Like auto tune remixes. <laughs> yeah, from it. Yeah. yeah. Basically all you have to do is like find something funny, auto tune it. And then it's, a, and then it becomes a meme mm-hmm. song. What's the one that everybody has like made videos of to, uh, do synchronized dancing to. Is that Uptown Funk dancing. or is that was that something else? I think it was Uptown Funk. Oh, Uptown, yeah. Uptown Funk was a big one for a while where a lot of people were like doing little dance videos yeah. to it. So that um, that was sort of a meme in a different way. Another song that I know we talked about on our show before, um, Friday by... Uh, Rebecca Black, name? yeah. What about, uh, this is another fairly recent one from a couple of years ago. Um, the Why You Always Lying song. I don't remember if you remember that one. Why you? I'm gonna have to Google that or something. Uh, I guess it's hard because at some point you have to draw the line between just viral versus memes, and I yeah, think at, at some exactly. point that line is very blurry. I a lot of times I think I, I, the meme songs I'm familiar with are like when people will use that use a what do you call it? Will, will use a regular pop popular culture song. Uh, as a sort of reference point to something or a as like a as like a punchline for a joke mm-hmm. you know like the song the sound of silence it's a, like a really sad depressing song by Simon and Garfunkel mm-hmm. people will often like play that play the intro to that song when like someone's feelings have been hurt uh, or something like yeah, yeah. like depressing happens in like a video mm-hmm. And and so because of that, it becomes kind of like a cliched song tied to a specific emotion or circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, so listeners, if you have any meme songs that we did not touch on at all in this episode, maybe it's one we've never heard of. You could tell us on Facebook at facebook.com slash get your funk. And if you 
don't want to give us memes, but you want to hear more episodes about different topics, you can go to getyourfunk.com and we have our entire library of episodes there. Sweet. Uh, so yeah, this has been your host, Kyle, and uh, I'm, I was happy to be your guide to the internet today. Thank you, Kyle. I was Peter, and I was here. <laughs> See you next time, listeners, for our 250th episode. Bye, we love you.